welcome to Asking Eve, the regular podcast brought to you by Emily and Lara, the mother-daughter duo behind Advancing Eve. Our podcast series will bring you a variety of conversations with girls and women who are just like us and you, making their way through life. We hope you enjoy. Okay, hi guys and welcome back to another Asking Eve podcast. Today I am joined with Sabrina and Mira, my work colleagues, once again. And today we're going to be talking about finding your identity and also finding your voice in a world saturated by opinions. Because I think that especially in our generation, everyone has an opinion on everything and everyone voices it. They make it known and it becomes their identity actually so we thought that we would discuss our views on this concept and how we feel about our own identities and the opinions that we may or may not have so would you like to start off by introducing yourself who wants to go first I can go first (laughs) okay uh so hi I am Sabrina uh I would usually identify myself with my nationality well not identify myself but like I would usually say it when I would introduce myself to someone but in this case I will not okay (laughs) um yeah so I'm gonna try and go for a more personal outlook so I consider myself probably hmm it's quite difficult to like narrow down to words but I think like uh overall I'm quite like hardworking. I guess I mean I study sustainable development and politics at the University of Edinburgh um, so I, t- I take my like education quite seriously. And then another thing I identify with is probably traveling. I think growing up, I also for my parents, I was just always exposed to like finding out new things about different cultures and meeting different people. And I think traveling is a way to do that, although it kind of goes against my view of like wanting to fly but you know you know yeah there's always contradictions um and I guess the last thing is just being which kind of ties into like learning about different cultures is kind of like being open-minded I think that's something and always willing to learn and listen and I think that's something mm-hmm. I strongly feel about so yeah probably nice. Mira would you like to introduce yourself I'm slightly intimidated because I was very eloquent anyway it was um, yeah <laughs> I, I, like Amira as we all know at this point um I study uh, film studies at Edinburgh University. I'm doing my master's right now. Uh, I am a middle child, which I think is very telling. <laughs> nice. Um, I like that. Yeah, that's yeah, different. Thank I'm not going to mention much. that I'm only child. Oh, yeah. wait, I just did. Okay. <laughs> 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 it's mind games, mind games, you know? Um, what else? Uh, I do love traveling, but haven't done that much. Uh, and I like movies. I study really? movies. I wonder I why. Like I wonder, yeah, that's so shocking. Um, yeah, I like, yeah. I pr- honestly, I kind of got into my head about introducing myself because yeah. we just, yeah, we because prepped. of the topic. Yeah. yeah. But I think these two, also, I'm an introvert, so I like to be quiet. So I'm kind definitely, of conf- I think yeah, you're more introverted than really us, fighting with myself right now. But yeah, that's. <laughs> well, probably. I think you introduced yourself very well. Thank you very much. Yes, yes I, I agree. Okay, so a bit of a random question, just to kind of start us off. What you both study in Edinburgh? Um, all three of us do actually. We all live here. What is your opinion on Edinburgh as a city and a place to live? Who wants to go first? Mm-hmm. I can definitely go first because uh, (laughs) there is like one word that just comes to mind instantly and that's Edinburgh is cold. That's the thing about it. Cold. You never escape the, yeah, you never escape that. You never stop struggling. Um, I thought I was prepped for Edinburgh after a semester abroad in England, but I was not. This is so funny to me. Uh, But on the more serious (laughs) note, Edinburgh as a a place is a very interesting one because it's like, it's Scotland, it's, but it's the UK. Uh, It's a, it's a capital, but also kind of, you know, you know, it doesn't feel like one. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. really feel like one. There's a lot of tourists, so you always can kind of be a tourist yourself, mm-hmm. and that's, that's exciting. Very true. But it also feels quite small in how you can just bump into people in the streets mm. and like meet meet your friends just without even planning to. Yeah. So it's a very like a very interesting mix when it comes to the culture and the atmosphere. 
Mm. I think that's a very well put answer. Yeah, no, I think... Pressure's on. Whoa, Mira. No, I think for for me, I think the view of Edinburgh is quite limited. I think being a university student, Mm. I'm quite... Like, I'm always kind of in the same, I guess, like, bubble. I'm always in the center. So my... I guess like I love I love Edinburgh as a city. I think it's great, and I think for me personally, it works quite well for it to be small. Like I think for yeah. I was also applying to universities in London. I think that would have been too overwhelming, too much of a city for me. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think like being stuck in that bubble sometimes, like you run into people, like you just said, like yeah, Mir just said. So I, yeah, I think overall, it's a very wholesome and then also multicultural city which is yeah. something I appreciate as well. I, I love Edinburgh as both of you know. I think it's <laughs> uh, <laughs> very much love Edinburgh. I think for me Edinburgh is just dual in its nature. You know it's got town, it feels like a city, mm-hmm. like there's a village in the middle of nature. Edinburgh. Yeah, oh, nature, there's nature, yeah. like Arthur's seat and you know like there's trees everywhere. It doesn't feel and the industrial you know mm-hmm. and there's like literally you can get like 15 minute a bus and you're like at the beach yeah. you go everywhere but within one city and that doesn't really make sense but that's why I personally love Edinburgh so it probably seemed like quite a benign question to ask like your opinion on a city but it's because I think your opinions on the smallest things can form who you are as a person so mm. I know people that live in Edinburgh and because it's not as party central as where they were at home they hate Edinburgh but they don't see the rest of like the beauty and the joy that they could experience here so you all automatically just on your um explanations of Edinburgh as a city you can tell that you are very positive like cozy um confident people like mm. to move here even um so the your opinions on any question on anything build the identity that you have now Sabrina (laughs) I know um that you have in the past struggled with identifying yourself or like knowing your identity um and it's taken you a little bit of a while to realize that your identity is not just fully where you're from Mm -hmm. do you want to expand on this and like tell me a little bit about why maybe your identity (laughs) is a struggle (laughs) (laughs) yes Sabrina struggles and now I struggle at life no anyway no yeah so I'll just give a little background um so I'm officially half Austrian half Argentinian uh so yeah my mom's Argentinian and my dad's Austrian in case you guys are wondering anyway uh but I was born in Brazil and I moved around quite a bit till the age of three where I moved to Kuwait which is in the Middle East in case people do not know because it's quite small um yeah and then over the years I've also just traveled a lot and like I said in like my introduction I've just been exposed to quite a variety of people and experiences which I never thought I would have the opportunity mm. to do you but lived I, in Germany as well for yeah Edinburgh. that's true before yeah I lived I finished my high school in Germany for two years until I came here and now I'm in Edinburgh yes <laughs> anyway yeah that was a quite a long <laughs> um I think for me personally like identity has always been difficult to kind of grasp because I always felt the need to as a child to kind of fit into one nationality so when I would travel to Argentina for example I would I would always feel left out because I was never fully Argentinian and it was the same case in Austria when I would visit family and friends like I never felt whole like and I feel like a lot of a lot of times like sometimes like people uh, in society tend to like kind of discriminate people who are not fully one thing and it's very easy to feel like you're alone and not feel like you're welcome anywhere just because of where you're from um and then also the fact that I grew up in a country which is predominantly like Muslim and like quite like conservative in like the way they are and this kind of contradicted how my parents grew me up to be I guess like yeah. in in terms of for example like my, my parents would never like not say that I couldn't wear a certain thing or like dating boys or like just things that are usually taken for granted like in the west um I think that it was very difficult to me as a teenager to like kind of like grasp the like hypocrisy between um 
being exposed to like a very conservative society versus like how I should feel about certain things. Yeah, it was a very so, confliction. For yeah, so it was very. It took me it definitely it took me several years to kind of like be like, okay, wait a minute. Like my life is full of contradictions. I like, remember you told yeah. me once that you know when you were at home mm-hmm. you draw dress modestly like um, and yeah. home being great yeah and then you would go on holiday in summer and you would you know have your legs out and you like wear like a vest or something yeah. and it was like whoa i can do this again and like going yeah for back and forth between exactly. it's just a simple thing mm-hmm. like what you can wear but mm-hmm. like it defined who you are now and yeah, for sure. um i think your lack of anchoring to any nationality in itself makes your identity more interesting and mm-hmm. unique so mm-hmm. I don't think that you should ever view it as like a negative or a yeah problem anymore. and yeah I think for, like when I was younger definitely I did think of it as a very negative thing I was like oh like I'll never fit in like this is you know it's not nice whatever but then obviously getting older I kind of like took in all the information and kind of reflected and was like actually this is beneficial you know like having mm. different experiences and like the fact that I can understand people in certain ways that most people don't know, like, can yeah. because of how they grew up. And that's linked into how I'm, like, quite open-minded about different people. And I, like, take that quite seriously because I'm like, oh, I can actually try and understand. And most of the time, I can't understand others. So, mm. yeah, that was a very long bit. No, answer, it's but interesting, like, <laughs> though. <'cause it's, laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> what about you, Mira? Have you ever, like nationality wise like felt like your identity was ever in question because of where you're from do you want to say where you're from uh i'm from (laughs) slovakia yeah and uh it's definitely also a tricky one which is interesting to me because it seems like it should be straightforward because i am from slovakia like my both my parents my families are from slovakia but i still kind of growing up i remember trying to really identify with that and like trying really hard to find the good stuff about Slovakia and about like being proud and mm-hmm. not, not necessarily getting to nationalism or mm-hmm. stuff along those lines but I was just trying really hard and fi- actually finding things to be proud about uh, kind of made you made me feel more not not made me feel feel more valuable as a person but like made me kind of see myself from the outside as well Mm. more um but like in a in a in in a good light but then when i got slightly older i would i would the books i read the movies i watched uh, the entire like the culture i was immersed in wasn't really slovakia like i was really detached from that from quite a young age so i started struggling with that and also, I've the past five years of my life, I've lived mostly away from home. Like I studied, I did my undergrad in Czech Republic, and I was always the, well, not always, um, the odd one out. But <laughs> I, like I would also often feel like that, like what you, what yeah. Sabrina described, like you don't really fit in. But it was slightly different because there there was a lot of people from Slovakia where I studied, so it wasn't mm-hmm. really, you know, I wasn't really the one person who didn't fit in. But it still kind of makes you feel when you go to the super supermarket and you you would speak Slovak, but so everyone knows that you're not Czech, you're not local. It kind of always made me feel very self-conscious. Mm-hmm. It's the same when I got here. I like mm-hmm. I know that I don't like fit in once I open my mouth. I'm like I'm not from here, mm-hmm. and that's also kind of yeah. That's so it's find, strange, but I find it interesting that you would feel. Um, not net it's not like you necessarily feel negatively about that but like for me if i was scott and i was in you know a complete place where there's no other scots i would think you know i'm scott like i've got something interesting to add i've got a unique perspective Mm -hmm. um this can i can choose whether this is going to define me in a good or bad way or if i'm going to like be quiet because i'm scottish and i feel different or if i'm going to voice my opinions because i am different and that's a good thing so i just think yeah, I think like, that that's very telling about the way you are you interact with the world versus yeah. the way I interact with the world. Absolutely. Like my men- mentality kind of is different when it comes to that. And also, I think it it might be because of who I am as a person in general. Uh, mm. But also, being from Slovakia, we would we are always the you know the country who's below someone. Like we were in mm. Czechoslovakia. Okay, or, yeah, yeah. You know, so we're kind of yeah. I I I don't I don't I don't know whether it's like a yeah, it's probably to an extent universal, like, but 
mm-hmm. unconscious like bias into like the decisions and the perspective Absolutely. you have on things will be influenced by the country that you're born like scots are very proud to be scottish they're very let's scream yeah. and shout about mm-hmm. it and i think that that's probably why like it's something that i very much wouldn't ever really feel ashamed not ashamed not that you're ashamed of where you're from mm-hmm. but i would never interpret it in a oh i don't need to talk about it way but that's because it, this probably relates more to me rather than yours mm-hmm. is more like where am i from because i have so many yeah yeah different <laughs> things like feeding into who i am um okay so i think that when it comes to our own identities and you've expressed mira that you um felt anxious to describe like and identify yourself at the start so I think because we are so up close to our own identities it's like right in front of our faces sometimes we fail to see what's around the main thing that we would identify ourselves as Mm -hmm. so I thought like it'd be quite interesting if we maybe quite quickly or briefly wanted to identify each other um and how (laughs) we identify our yeah each other in comparison to ourselves so I'll just do you guys first I think yeah, sure. so uh I would identify Sabrina as um confident and self-assured in her um, personality and you're very quirky and you're outgoing I think you're outgoing and um confident yet you're reserved and quiet at the same time like yeah. you're cool with being alone you're definitely independent um, but like you thrive around people at the same time, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I would, definitely have that mix. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's a really, really intertwined mix, and you can see yeah. like the difference when you go in and out of both. And I think mm-hmm. it's lovely that you're capable of being both extroverted and introverted mm-hmm. at the same time. And um, how would I, Mira? I would similar to what I said in the podcast before. I just think you're like the perfect version it's like I know you're not English but you're like English rose perfection like organized together (laughs) um intelligent wise without saying things do you know what I mean like your opinion is made without you needing to be brash and open like me I think like we're very different in that sense and I think that I wish that I was sometimes more like you and you're a woman a few words sometimes but the words that you choose are always they're they add something yeah. you don't speak mm. for the sake of speaking and i think that no that's pressure <laughs> that's yeah. how i would identify both of you i don't know who wants to go I can, first yeah i can yeah. go okay. <laughs> it's gonna be a bit difficult to compete with that but yeah. um yeah i think okay lara first i think you shocked me like when the first time i met you i, I mentioned this in the in the previous podcast but how like positive you were about like everything yeah i was just like whoa i mean it's it's a wonderful quality to have i think um and i think yeah just like being quite like aware about like not being aware if that makes sense like yeah, i think okay. yeah and being open to new ideas and I don't know it's always fun to talk to you about stuff because I feel like you're you like listen but also you have your own opinions which yeah is I'm, I'm very open to others but yeah like, but I you're will, also yeah. very like sure about <laughs> what you believe in um yeah, yeah. I think that's yeah, yeah and then quite yeah and then mm-hmm. Mira I would say kind of similar to like Lara I guess not like you're just very like like I said in, yeah I said this again before but like very like put together and you mm-hmm. I think have a certain like view about like what you want to do and it's quite like powerful to like see and like I don't know and also like <laughs> I feel like living together we've also kind of gotten to know each other way more yeah you will more have for personal level so mm-hmm. I feel like every day is a learning experience <laughs> but yeah I think yeah and you're both quite like positive and quite like career driven and I like that thank you yeah Yeah, I think you did well Well (laughs) yeah I just say that it's very reassuring listening to you guys Uh, yeah confidence uh, boost yeah thank you very much now I know myself inside and out (laughs) anyway for Laya I can definitely say that um you're very you seem very open with your emotions Mm. with I don't think I am at all and I really admire that quality in you like you're you're not ashamed to show when you're excited, where you're happy, or 
maybe even unhappy uh, like happily for me I haven't seen that much of that like no. like no. yeah but you are yeah you're really open with your emotions and you also seem quite like you're open to being vulnerable but at the same time you're tough as nails like you, <laughs> you're yeah you are tough but you're but you're not that kind of tough that kind of makes stuff bounce off you mm-hmm. but okay. you're you know you're very receptive but you also Thank yeah, you. Oh, that's, that's very emotional. Yeah, that was, that was so much better than mine. Holy well, I had some time to think about it <laughs> while you were speaking. Uh, anyway, about Sabrina, I would definitely agree with what was said already. Like you're, you're very quirky, but you're also underneath that, that. I don't think you're. Maybe you're not actively hiding that, but you kind of pick and choose when to show that like more intelligent, more like deep side of you, and you're very good at. Like you, yeah, you, you're very good at, you know, kind of going from one to another. I think yeah. that's kind of like a superpower because yeah. like you can adapt, like you. Very adaptable. I, yeah, I think that's just how like I grew up having, being exposed to different types of people. I kind of can already like first meeting people, I can already tell if I'm going to like like them or mm-hmm. not or like if I will feel comfortable. And like, I think once I'm like comfortable in a situation I'm like quite myself and that's I think that's when the quirky side mm-hmm. comes out and yeah. also but I also like being like deep yeah. <laughs> and like um, yeah and being like vulnerable with people I'm comfortable around is quite nice so yeah, yeah. it's yeah. very nice so we're gonna take a brief break uh, and when we come back we're gonna talk about finding your own voice in a world of saturated opinions so be right back So welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the music that I have put just before this. We are now going to talk about um, finding your voice. So I googled before um, I came to your guys' flat. How do you find your own voice in modern day society? And it came up with five questions that I thought it would be fun to answer and see if we think it identifies our voice that we have in the world. So the first question is, what angers you? Who wants to go first? Sabrina. I feel like you're the person that should do this one first. Uh, what angers me? Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, that is a quite quite, broad yeah. question. Yeah. Um, I think the world every single day angers me, <laughs> to be honest. Like, world. I mean, I don't know how to even start. Just like, yeah, I mean, you know, everything that is just, I don't believe in, like, you know, so racism, sexism, mm-hmm. <laughs> homophobia, <laughs> capitalism. I feel like there's a lot of things that anger me, but because I'm gonna, if I delve into one of them, I probably will start ranting. So I probably yeah, don't want I that. But uh, on a personal level, I think just like, yeah, I think those things like kind of like hit me every single day. Sometimes I, if I think about it too much, I just get angry, but then it just leads to sadness because I'm like, I'm not really doing anything to like really change. change it. mm-hmm, and okay. it's just, it's just something that is so like not like it's so above and like so detached that I'm like I don't even know how to approach it you know Mm. so yeah and I don't know I guess like family and friends also anger me sometimes but that's like besides the point you know (laughs) (laughs) but yeah I think that's okay. basically what I think. Yeah. You're gonna make my answer sound so superficial, but that's okay. <laughs> Mira, what do you think angers you? Uh, I get, I definitely uh, share Sabrina's feelings about the overall. Yeah, I get yeah. angry about a lot of stuff, but I think I'm quite good not to like pat myself on the shoulder. But I think I'm quite good at compartmentalizing and just, which can get to a slightly not entirely healthy uh, realm when you're Mm. when you're just not trying not to think about stuff that upsets Mm. you all the time you can kind of learn teach yourself not to think yeah Uh, but suppress oh yeah suppress (laughs) but uh yeah Uh, what really angers me though like if i was to just say one thing in particular kind of my pet peeve is when people face something new and they uh, refuse to learn about yeah, it. That is like, such a good one. Like that's such, sorry, that's just such a nice I wouldn't, answer. I wouldn't really, I'm, I'm, I, yeah, because it's, it's really, it happens a lot with 
my some of my close ones like my my family members there's a very like a very it happens often and i really see that in myself sometimes that mm. when i'm kind of i f- i feel like i'm intimidated by new challenges but you can just you can just learn from failure and i really don't like when people just refuse to even try because of fear of failure that's a, such a good yeah. answer as well this this is not really tied in but kind of reminded me i also don't like ignorance (laughs) so i think that's something else that i like um yeah i think yeah i I grew up in a well i feel like you just meet people all the time who are just quite ignorant to like the outside outside world i feel like we all are to a certain extent i think it's just certain things that i consider quite like you know like you should know or like you should be aware at least Mm -hmm. like uh sometimes when people aren't i'm like oh like why aren't you and yeah so i think ignorance is a big one also this is very not deep but i don't like lukewarm tea anyway (laughs) me neither that's why we keep microwaving our teas you yeah you like don't like lukewarm tea i'm a lover of lukewarm tea. yeah you are yeah you're just weird you know but no we accept and yes. we move yes. on yes. you're welcome sorry i really should start a certain stand-up comedy i don't think i will succeed but you know it'll be fun we'd support it absolutely oh, yeah. you'll be my only supporters <laughs> Woo, Sabrina, yay! i definitely yeah. went into the red zone yeah <laughs> Right. Okay. And um, what angers me is um, binge drinking. Like, mm. there's nothing that angers me more. And than you're in that. the right country for that, aren't you? I am yeah. indeed. Um, as most people who are listening to this episode will probably have listened to previous episodes about, including one about my sobriety. Um, I don't agree with binge drinking culture. I don't like pe- not don't like people that drink to the point of binge drink to get drunk, but. I don't like when people feel like they need to do that. Mm. Like um, the culture around it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's more the cultural thing than the substance itself, I mm-hmm. think, because other cultures manage <clears throat> it so much better. Um, I also hate being patronised or when people mm. um, assume because you're young, you're incapable or less ex- less knowledgeable. Mm. Um, but to be honest, I don't, I'm not really an angry person yeah you're really not <laughs> like i don't i know for a fact people will disagree i get angry over superficial stuff that isn't even worth mentioning like i would get so angry if my brother would like eat my macaroni like once my brother <laughs> ate my macaroni cheese and i'd been thinking about it all day and mm. i had the most tantrumous tantrum you've ever seen that's what i would get angry about mm. it's not that the stuff you've mentioned doesn't bother me either it's just it doesn't like it anger is just not an emotion that is hugely evoked Fair. within mm-hmm. me you know um i used to be very 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 angry but i'm not anymore so like anyone that knew me <laughs> in high school would be like that's not true at all but now i'm not very angry at all which leads me on she's to the evolving next... <laughs> oh my god i sound weird when i said that <laughs> she's evolving <laughs> hey, you just made it creepy, I made it creepy yeah. <laughs> okay that which leads me on to my next question which is far more me and that's what makes you cry See, I do not cry. No, Suppress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you there. Perfect. Perfect. No, I mean, obviously I do. I think uh, I think the, the biggest thing I cry of is like probably TV shows. I oh, get very okay. emotionally attached to characters. I've talked to Amir yeah. about this before. I, yeah, I yeah yeah i just get very emotionally attached and then i get very sad when either people die or like the show Show ends and i'm just like why 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 did they leave me and i think sometimes it's just a way for me to like forget about my own life and kind of like Mm. i let out emotion through that but also for me as well if that makes sense that makes sense um so yeah i don't really but no, I don't really cry, yeah, overall. I'm not usually... Well, not actually, cry. other people would <laughs> they would not disagree because I cry a lot of, with on TV shows, yeah, with TV. Okay. So, yeah. but I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah. What about you, What Mira? makes me cry? I think it's often TV shows and films as well, but it's more in the lines, like, when they remind me of my life or mm. they remind me of what I would like to have in life or be. 
and it just kind of sometimes overwhelms me. Yeah, I yeah, I have that as well. Yeah. So it's mostly that, or when I really really like something, like I cry, like I cry <laughs> watching cycling races. Yeah, see, I don't happy cry. I don't <laughs> see. <laughs> um yeah i yeah I, I tend to cry when i'm in cinema even when like <laughs> just because i'm there like the yeah the last time i went i was i was crying with the previews because there was this like there was this clip of oh welcome back to cinemas and there were all, all those like scenes from different movies and i was very happy to be there so yeah i cried then yeah, and that's like usually yeah it's kind of yeah it's mostly about liking stuff too much but yeah that's just li literally the same as me i'm yeah. so like how mirrors just described i'm ridiculously emotive um i can't hide emotions really um yes i cry when i'm happy i cry at least twice a day because i love edinburgh so much like every day there's not a every single day to be fair that happens like, to is. me sometimes too thank you yeah. wow why am portobello, i here portobello is both yeah. my happy and crying spot you just, you just cry eh? like you're yeah. just so happy i just went a <laughs> you just cry because you're so content and you, you almost, you're in disbelief for me i'm in disbelief that i deserve to feel mm. the way that i'm feeling yeah i also cry listening to music sometimes i oh, think yeah. there's like yeah specific songs that yeah. like remind me of something and i'm like oh, oh my gosh really yeah see i'm not I, I don't i'm not really a film tv show music mm. crier i think i've cried a total of maybe like two films in my whole life yeah oh, wow. desperate housewives i cry and sherlock but other than that well, of course mm. it's not really i think if in a more on a more personal level i guess like sometimes I've had like the biggest arguments I think with my mom specifically so like I think sometimes when we get into arguments it's just so overwhelming so yeah, I start crying cry, yeah so I think that's the most like mm -hmm. I cry but I don't I really that. cry around like friends and stuff not really, really yeah. oh god I cry all the time I cry <laughs> on like date I cry I cry on first dates like always I yeah pretty much always I, I just, wonder why they come back yeah I actually asked that to someone last night I was like why like I cry every time I see you do you not think no, that's weird and like no I kind of like it I was like all right okay. it's just because like when see when people say nice things to you and you don't believe that a person can think that about you mm. you just cry don't you you're no. just no <laughs> <laughs> Sabrina not doesn't really. struggle with that <laughs> No, I, I completely understand. Suppress. That, yeah. <laughs> this is going to be the, the name of the podcast. Yeah, yeah was suppress. suppress. Yeah. Um, no, I think I, I cry over many a many a happy thing mm. and in disbelief often. And then I cry when things are sad, but very much less so when things are sad than when things are happy. Also, I thought I would add hormones and like menstrual cycle mm, that yeah that is your tear for me that is tears true. are on whenever that's the case mm. well yeah i yeah when i'm pmsing it's more of like i don't really sometimes it can, i can cry but i get very like i think it's just because i get so overwhelmed with emotion which i usually yeah. am not so mm. i'm like oh my gosh where, where, yeah, what is that, where is this coming Where's from the surprise? yeah so i just like kind of cry to like release that kind of yeah emotion but yeah. not anything else it's mm -hmm. fair so question number three on Google's um, search is, what skills have you mastered? I think if we, because we skills. could say a lot, if we just say like the number one skill you think you've mastered, what would it be? <laughs> in what context? In life. I'm going to go I, with life skills. That like, is, we yeah. can go quite like, I think. Uh, I think, <laughs> well, okay, uh, honestly, I f I'm one of those people who try new stuff all the time and never kind of go through with it okay. so I don't think I've mastered anything but I think I'm quite good at listening to people I, nice. yeah you yeah, are yeah, it's, uh, for, but also for me it's quite a natural thing like I prefer to listen than, mm. to, talk. than mm -hmm. to talk but then you see a lot of people who struggle to listen who struggle not to like you just talk over you all the time mm -hmm. so and it mm. feels like quite a useful skill to have or a useful thing to be able to do is to listen. So let's say that's... I think that, yeah, that's yeah. a very perfect skill Thank that you. I definitely think you've got down. I think a skill... 
I would hope to think that people around me think as well. well, we'll it's like I, I like, I consider myself like a good friend. I like yeah, when, definitely. I don't know, I really enjoy being there for people. And especially like when, obviously, like I care about them. I just want to show that I do. And mm. I try my best to like listen. And even if I don't share the same experiences or whatever, I really want to try and like understand and help in whatever way I can. So I think, I that's, think that that's very true as yeah. well. Oh, thank you. I think mine is probably choosing to be strong. I think mm. I all I, I think I've got a good control of how I want to interpret situations and how I can make them play in my favor in a positive way as opposed to like choosing to feel vulnerable I very much choose to feel strong kind of like what we mentioned earlier I would mm. always take a situation that's maybe not comfortable for me and I would choose to make it a positive also I think I can I'm very much a glass half full girl mm-hmm. um, and I think that that's also probably like a skill that like, that's a skill in itself like ch- choosing to like look at something positively is it's hard difficult. work yeah, 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 it it's, is. Oh, yeah it's so much hard work um and I have my moments but I think that's probably the thing that I think that's pretty accurate yeah, say, yeah. <laughs> yeah <I think laughs> definitely absolutely agree right we have another tricky question oh no <laughs> um if you had all the time and money in the world what would you do I would travel. I think yeah. I already said that in my introduction. I think, yeah, I mean, I yeah, probably disregard my my love for the environment, but like, yeah. <laughs> I would, oh, yeah. yeah, I would just, yeah, I I just think it's such a cool way of like learning Different everything. Things, and yeah. I mean, obviously, like education is very important, but I think there's something that you learn when you travel and experience it firsthand that you don't get through like a textbook so i agree yeah yeah for me it would definitely be travel as well but i (laughs) I, yeah i kind of i think i would kind of crave some sort of structure or Mm. travel is great for meeting people and for learning about people but also sometimes i crave that feeling of being in kind of um not like back, not backstage. Uh, what's the what's the term for that? Basically, behind the see behind the scenes. Mm. So if I had the money and could travel, I would also try and kind of get behind the scenes and some. I don't know. Uh, I guess you can get some courses from people, people, or I don't know. Uh, I would go to let's say film studios, and mm. if they want my money, I'll pay them to show me what how like what mm. it like how it works and stuff like that. So it will definitely be traveling and kind of learning about stuff more in depth. Mm. If, yeah. If yeah. And I think me. also just using the resources to Absolutely, make yeah. some sort of like ch- positive change. I think like in a world where money is quite important, I think it would be quite cool to use that in a way that is good and beneficial and not just like for selfish yeah, reasons, absolutely. I think. I think but, I would like you know divide the the, the money and the priorities. Yeah, yeah but on a selfish level, I would like to travel, but then also yeah. I would like to help out some. Yeah, I think that's know. more difficult to kind of oh, not plan out, but more difficult to decide now what you yeah. would actually do with the money for yeah. the beneficial. Um, like, yeah. When, yeah, when it comes to helping people, because it's quite daunting and we also don't have the money so yeah. we never really thought also, about it also you wouldn't know much. where to start because yeah, there's so many exactly. <laughs> places and people that yeah, need help so, so it would just yeah be very yeah, difficult but that would definitely be happening yeah um i would probably invest a lot of it in advancing eve probably mm. because from not being biased but i actually think that advancing eve has the power to make a difference i am very much a I'm going to focus on a small, this small problem, this small country, um, and how I'm going to make a difference. I'm one person. I don't think even when you have all the time and money in the world, I don't think that you could single-handedly fix an entire issue. Mm. So yeah, I'm going to like so yeah. zone in mm. on um, entrepreneurialism in women in Scotland, and that's where I would focus my uh, a lot of my money. I'd focus more of my money on it so that I would have more time to um copy you guys and <laughs> see places but i would travel 
very short periods of time in each place. I'm mm. not. I don't like being away from a home too long. It's not mm. really my yeah, thing. Yeah, you like to have a home base, right? Yeah. yeah. So I would go for like numerous like week trips places and I would also buy loads of cameras and I would take loads of photos and I would just read all day Mm. um I would love if my life could just be sitting outside reading in some form of sun Mm. and Mm -hmm. and eating a lot of food I would also probably I would like want to buy a chef like a really amazing <laughs> chef because I love food and I, but I would want to be taught how to cook amazing yeah. food. Like I, I love how you said buy instead of like employ. Like, like <laughs> yes, want to buy a chef. Like I want to buy buy a human. Yeah, just my wording. I mean employ. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, yeah. I actually like thinking about it now. Like since I have a bit more time to think about it, hearing you both, mm. um, I would also maybe like want to start a bakery or like a restaurant. Ooh. I don't know. I love food to yeah i think you guys kind of know already but yeah so something small and just a little business to keep on the side and then i can like come back to um i'm not necessarily in i don't really need a home base but it would be nice to have something that i can like go back and like visit yeah Yeah. i've never been like a florist i was thinking about the other day like i was packing all of uni and like everything else in and just being a florist and i was like that's not a good idea let's go back to being (laughs) let's go back to normal right last question is if you had it's kind of kind of jumping on the last one Mm. um so if you want to like interpret it slightly differently go for it yeah if you had one day left how would you spend it slash who would you spend it with We'll add a different dimension into who. Mm, okay. Um, I'll go first because yeah. I think I kind of have my answer. I would spend it in Edinburgh, um, favorite place in the world. I would walk around every single one of my favorite spots. I would do it with my mum. I would actually no, I wouldn't. I would I would spend <laughs> it on my own if I'm being honest. I would spend the the mass of my day on my own, and then for like half the day, and then I would do the rounds. I would say goodbye to everyone in Edinburgh and I would have my family come up and I would just say bye to everybody um I would definitely need some time alone in my favorite place before I then say bye to people and then off we go to wherever we go (laughs) Mm. death Death. um I think I don't have a particular place but I think I would like to be by the beach nice I think I'm yeah I just love the beach and the sun and just the whole idea of just being by a beach so I would just probably like get a little like a little bungalow have a like someone cook for me like a really nice, nice. three-course meal and borrow my chef yeah <laughs> <laughs> and I'll just buy him off you yeah. <laughs> um yeah and just have good food good like drinks and I think I would like like the first part of the day to be kind of by myself and like just think about everything kind of like reflect and then the second half kind of like similar to you kind of saying bye to everyone so if if I could get all my family and friends that I've met through my lifetime like in one place at the same time which would probably be difficult but an ideal ideal, yeah so I would probably say bye to everyone and yeah I don't know I think that's that's pretty nice too yeah, um, my answer is quite similar to yours, actually, because since Laura mentioned that she likes the idea of being in the sun, any form of sun, I mm. I remember that sun actually exists. <laughs> it's sometimes quite difficult to remember that in Edinburgh, and honestly, it's my, hap- hap- my happy place. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would definitely like to be by the beach, uh, on a... Like, preferably in summer a warm place um and i also like being on my own i like reflecting i like to have that time uh, without anyone else Mm. but i think i would also like the idea of having someone to go to towards as you guys said like towards the end of the day or during the day i would definitely like to see my family um especially my mom my brother um and my friends, my very good friends from back home, and of course you guys. I was gonna say, you better say us. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, we count, right? No, no, no. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and any, yeah, any good friends also that I have. Um, 
but yeah, it would be a very chill day, hopefully. But I know, mm-hmm. I know that like always, my favorite days are those where I am with people, but also get time to be on my own. And if it's by the beach, it's that's perfect. So the perfect day. Yeah. I think also going back to mine. <laughs> oops, but like at the beginning, I think before <laughs> I saw. <laughs> I mean, I am an only child. No, okay. <laughs> oh, it all comes over. Yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, uh, like in the morning, I think before I said goodbye to anyone or everyone, um, I'll probably write like a little novel about my last I day. I was literally yeah. th- sitting here thinking I would write a letter yeah. to the world about I, I would, day I, in life. I don't think I would write it like a letter, but kind of just like uh, a quick summary of like how I'm feeling mm. and like quite like yeah i don't know it'd be, be kind of cool where the i was just gonna yeah. say that i see what you're gonna do there you're basically gonna write a diary but like i was gonna yeah i guess yeah, <laughs> yeah. maybe write it in like third person though okay so nice. be like a way so it's not too personal but also like people can kind of like um okay. yeah i guess like feel the same i don't like feel what i'm fe- i don't know something, something get under like try to understand yeah. it. if yeah. i can just add something to mine i'm sorry guys <laughs> it's like, okay if it was if it was possible i would try and make harry styles come hang out sing me a <laughs> oh song. my gosh <laughs> wow. yes. okay. the love for harry styles has come out you know it's serious <laughs> i've been trying to suppress it but it's <laughs> all expressed <laughs> <laughs> yeah no that's it that's the, my happy day Okay, Last so thing. based on those five questions, even though I'm not really sure that they find your voice, yeah. do you think that you, as just as people, like we'll just reflect a little bit and then we'll round it mm-hmm. all, round it up. Do you think that you know your voice? Do you think you know who you are yet? Or do you think <laughs> it's like changing every day and like you can't ever truly know who you are? Um, mm. I think personally, I don't, I think I have quite like, my voice is quite I'm quite aware of my voice I think Mm -hmm. like especially with like the things that I believe in and the morals that I have are quite like quite concrete um but I think knowing me as an individual is something that will I don't even know if I'll ever figure it out completely but I think I just take it day by day and I take like the different experiences like as we've established this whole podcast, I have had quite a few different experiences living in different countries. Life, yeah. So kind of taking that into perspective and kind of seeing how that molds me as an individual and like just continuing that because I think that's the best way to kind of figure stuff out and also meeting others. I feel like developing new friendships as well. Like you get to know, there's like always a different part of you that comes out with different people. Yeah, you're right. That's so yeah. I think just like continuously just like trying to meet new people and like develop friendships I think is another way to kind of figure out who you are mm-hmm. and like figure out that there's maybe different like layers to you and that's totally fine and you shouldn't like feel the need to like fit one type of persona just because of how the and world tells you, you to are. be yeah but okay. like yeah, yeah that's a good answer what about you I think I really struggle with that when it comes to identity. I really rely on what other people tell me. Like I, mm. that's what like I, I remember especially towards the like beginnings of our friendship. I, I would kind of maybe not ask you all the time, but I felt like I would really wanted to know. And also like when I meet new people, I, I, I kind of want to know because I, I don't really know. I feel like I'm very, yeah. Uh, I don't really know myself which is that doesn't yeah it's kind of uh, seems like a weakness but at the same time I, don't think so. I, don't I mean think you've so, got yeah. to explore grow still. Yeah, yeah that's uh, exactly because I've realized uh, as I'm watching myself exist uh, I kind <laughs> I kind of realized that I'm prone to once that I arrive at a label I prone to identify with that to the point when it doesn't really have to be true but mm-hmm. I okay. still see myself and I still I still interact with the world through that label mm. right okay yeah so when it, for example cam- comes to I've o- I've always felt like I have quite a okay this is going to be very personal but <laughs> like, it's okay. I've always felt like I have in the past few years like I have quite low se- self-esteem and then the way I would act 
around other people, I would just kind of feed into that narrative that I have about myself of being that person with low self-esteem. But mm-hmm. then, then when I'm away from some situations, I realize that I'm not that bad. Like I'm not struggling as much as I thought. But yeah, maybe but I, I still, still am, but that. it's yeah. kind of, it's not really a label that just defines me. And it's like that with most things about identity I think that mm, you kind indeed. of have to well at least I, I I've learned that I have to accept that it's never going to be set in stone yeah so. it's always and it's evolving kind of, yeah, it's, kind, it's of nice. kind of nice at the same time I agree yeah. I think also like I am the baby out of the three of us but we're all all very young mm. so I'm sure that any like person in their 50s or 60s if they were like listening to this is like haha they have no idea they've got so much going mm. to go yeah like we definitely do like we have no clue really I think we have opinions on politics and all of that sort of mm-hmm. thing because that's just developed through knowledge and experience and our unconscious slash conscious biases through life so we know all of that but even th- those things will evolve, but the person that we are and our personalities and thereby our identities are ever evolving. And mm. we will be battling with, like you just mentioned, like restricting ourselves to certain labels or associations that we have, but we are more than that. And also like how you identify yourself isn't as we've established how we identify others. Mm. So um, your identity is multifaceted, not just in who it, what, what your identity is, but also multifaceted in how it's so different to every person that views you. How I identified you and how Sabrina identified you and how you identified yourself were all very different. Yeah. Yeah. And that will be the same for your tutors mm. and for your other Everyone, friends, your yeah. parents. So your identity is ever-evolving in every way. So I think mm. to anyone that is still listening, because this is a very long podcast, <laughs> um, if you're struggling with your identity, just embrace your positives. Work and know on you're what, not alone. <laughs> yeah, know you're not alone. You have all of us and the rest of the world are going through the exact same thing too. Um, define yourself by the good things that you do in life and don't get too hung up on labels. Just enjoy life, or honestly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And like buy yourself a chef if you can. Absolutely, <laughs> very deep. Very or deep. go to the beach and mm-hmm. write a diary. But yeah. all the most important thing you can take away from this is, is suppress. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you very much for listening, and thank you very much both for joining me. I hope you had fun. Yeah, we did. And thanks for having us. Yeah, yeah thank you very much. Bye-bye. Bye bye. <laughs>